FMX Network production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast, brought to you by Pro Taper, Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, Interwest Hemp, and Motosport.com. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. Final race of the Supercross season. We have a 2022 YZ450 going up for grabs for the winner after this weekend. We'll talk about that and more on the show. Thank you to Yamaha, and uh, also, to thank you to the folks at ProTaper, 100% fly, motorsport.com, all on board with this podcast. And thank you, people, for playing, man. We're going to recap how we did at Denver, look ahead to Salt Lake City, talk about some uh, uh, um, April championships as well as some uh, Supercross championships and league championships and all that kind of stuff coming up in Pulp MX Fantasy. So there's lots to get into when it comes to this show. Thank you to motorsport.com. OEM on aftermarket parts, and they uh, have you covered there. Free shipping, everything over 79 bucks, And also, too, uh, the folks at Motorsport have a dedicated team of gearheads there to help you out. If you have any issues, any problems, any concerns with motorsport.com, use the contact form on pulpamex.com. We'll make it handled. Also, we have the motorsport.com whole shot challenge each and every week. We give away motorsport.com gift cards, so... Sign up for that. That's easy to play. You don't need to be part of the championship league to do that. Uh, also, thank you to our jerky, by the way, and uh, and motorsport.com for, for some random prizes we do as well for championship users. So motorsport.com, go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com. We'd really appreciate that to help us out. And also, thank you to folks at Fly Racing. Justin Brayton, of course, wearing Fly Racing. RJ Hampshire, he could win this showdown this weekend in Salt Lake, wearing Fly Racing. Uh, many, many racers out there. Choosing Fly and the Zone Pro Goggle, Brayton's been wearing that thing uh, all year long and even last year, so you know it works at the highest level. And, of course, uh, they've got uh, the gear to fit you as well, Size, sizes, styles, all sorts of different uh, choices at flyracing.com. Get it through motorsport.com if you can. And, uh, yeah, thankfully for those guys for supporting the game, supporting everything that we're doing at Pulp Mex Fantasy. So thank you to Fly Racing. We'll talk more about 100% and Pro Taper later in this podcast, but we've got the experts on the line. So we quickly need to get to them and discuss all the details for pulpmexfantasy.com. All right, now we're, like I said, bringing in the experts to talk about Denver and look ahead to Salt Lake City. And uh, first up from Fly Racing, flyracing.com. He is the April champion for Pulp MX Fantasy Experts Group. Jason Thomas is up, JT. Not too much. Ready to wrap this thing up. Uh, this is a, a long stretch. I always forget every year how long this, this Supercross series is. Uh, also on the line, uh, it's Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? Hey guys, uh, not much happening. And um, Dan, we got one more. Okay, Dan Truman is on a golf course somewhere. No, I'm here. I'm just at F1, uh, a really professional event. You should try it one time, Steve. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going. Sounds like fun. Um, all right, so uh, Denver, JT two thirty four, Roto oh, yeah. two twelve. Uh, the Mulligan got 206, Dan 197, Paul 192, Marks and I 191. Uh, I have some complaints about my riders that I picked this week, uh, which we shall get into. We have one round remaining. Marks is up 3,872 3, to my 3,858. So I am 14 back of Marks. Uh, JT, you have 3,820. So you need 52 to make up on Marks uh, to grab the win. So it's going to be tough for okay. you, but uh, maybe. 
I'm 40, 14 back. Maybe I can do it. We'll see. Uh, but that's the uh, that's the results uh, of the experts list from Denver. And again, I, I have some complaints. I'll get to them right away. PulpMXFantasy.com. 33% of uh, of teams had eight riders in the main event, um, which that was me. But then it went terrible. Uh, high score 289. 19% picked a uh, first to the finish line in 250 class. And uh, only uh, 22% got it right, and it was Hunter Lawrence, was it not? I believe it was? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and also, 450 class, 16% of people picked it right. 42% got it right, and uh, FFL for that one was uh, Sexton? I don't think it's marked here yep. on the screen, actually, but I believe it was Sexton. Uh, all right, and so that's for Denver me, myself, oh, actually, let's call it, let's uh, talk about the riders that did well. Brandon Ray, 250 class, 46 points, 4.1% remember, remember when you laughed at me last pod about that? Yep, yep. Uh, Alexander Nagy, Nagdog, 38 points, 7% pick trend. Jai Roberts, 36 points, 0.1% pick trend. Harriman, uh, Harriman, 34 points, 7.5% pick trend. Stapleton, uh, Ryan Surratt, Chris Blose, and so on and so forth. Um, myself, I went with Nate Thrasher as my all-star, 26 points. Thank you, Nate Thrasher. I went with Mitchell Harrison, and that was quite a thrill ride. Uh, from 12th and max points to out of double points to getting double on the last lap or near the last lap, not a great ride for Mitchell Harrison. Um, 26 points only for that. Uh, my top-scoring guy was Zombie Blows, 32. He was good all day. That was a pretty easy pick. My last guy was Carson Mumford. He had to go to the LCQ. He got it done in that. He's a two handicap. He got 13th in the main, missed double by one, just kind of charged up, and then about halfway on, he could not get Thurry, couldn't close the gap on Thurry, never really in danger or never really helping me of getting double points. Uh, pick trend, Christian Craig, number one. Dominique Thurry, number two. Mitchell Harrison, speaking of the devil, 32.6. Ryan Surratt was somebody I brought up last week, and he's healthier than he was in the middle of the season there. 32% pick trend. Jerry Robin, DNQ, qualified well. Jerry just went Jerry. That That's it. You people, you 26.4%, you deserve this. Uh, Mumford, 26, Blows, 23. JT, since you won the week, who'd you have in 250s? Um, I had a pretty decent team, no, no real standouts. It was more of just kind of slow and steady wins the race. Um, I had Ryan Surratt and Chris Bloss, and um, Surratt's main event wasn't exceptional, but he fought back. Uh, just kind of had a, a few tough laps in, in the middle, in the begin or the beginning in the middle. But uh, yeah, thirty-two points put him, you know, like whatever sixth highest score. So I can't be too upset about it. Chris Bloss, as you mentioned, just. Solid, right? Yeah. Um, I actually thought he had an opportunity to stay further forward. He, he slipped back a little bit, but that's just what he does. He just he's just in there, and those conditions on that type of track, you knew he was going to be pretty good. Uh, I had Nate Thrasher, and I didn't expect a lot out of him, and I got just what I needed. He got ninth. He was an eight handicap, and so I don't think that was a, a very good ride from him, but mm -hmm. that was the cushion that he had built up, so that's kind of why I picked him. Had he been a four or five, I would not have picked him. So um, I got a little bit lucky there with a poor performance, in my opinion, from him. But 26 is 26. Um, Mitchell Harrison was my final pick, and I honestly expected more. I know he has not had a great season whatsoever, but this class is just annihilated. And uh, he had a pretty high pick trend, 32%. 
So 16th in that class, I don't consider a great finish from him. I don't consider this a good season from him. Um, but I guess I guess it's on me a little bit because I, I he hasn't done anything much. I just thought maybe I would get lucky and he could pull out like a 12. Were you and so when he dropped out of double and he was dicing with uh, um, Harriman there, you were just like can't believe. Yeah, it. yeah, I was more of wondering like what are you doing than anything. Right. Like this is the guy that was was you know on factory bikes not long ago, multiple times, um, and he just does not look like that same guy at all right now. Yep, absolutely, Paul. Uh, yeah, like JT, I had Surratt and Blos. They were the best on my team. Um, I went Moseman as my all-star. Uh, I didn't want to go um, Thrasher. He was high on my radar as well, but I, I wanted to have him available to look at this weekend. So I went Moseman, got 26 there. That was fine. And, yeah, my big letdown was Jalik Swole. Um I don't know what to say. I know it was this – you probably saw it way better than I was able to see on TV. To me, it just looked like he didn't jump the triple when I – Maybe there was room to do it. I don't know. But, man, I don't know. He was in, like, seventh or eighth, and somehow he got tenth. Yeah, it wasn't know, good. 12 points. Not good. Nope. So, and I didn't go for Ravel, so that's my to You team. didn't go with Stapleton. That's your guy. Jaron, he rode well. Yeah, but at, a, at an eight, I just um, – right. I think that's what his handicap was. I just yeah, thought it was, it was uh, yeah, a little scary. But, yeah, he uh, he rode awesome. The, du- the dude's a warrior. He races. Uh, Jai Roberts. Anybody th- looked at Jai Roberts? Anybody th- thought about Jai, Ro- Jai Roberts? Anybody? <laughs> I didn't know anything about him. Um, yeah. I know he's Australian, but yep. I literally knew nothing. So, and there were other picks that I kind of had. I, I just had way more information on, so why would I go there? You know, that's yeah, kind of yeah. how I viewed it. Uh, absolutely. Um, Dan, who'd you have? Uh, I had FFL wrong. I uh, went with. Um, Christian Gregg and I had Hunter Lawrence I switched my again my nine-year-old pick my nine-year-old pick Hunter Lawrence and Chase Sexton got them both right I just don't understand how much luck is in this game but uh, yeah I got that wrong but the rest of my team was pretty good I went Josh Miller as my all-star uh, like Paul I had Thrasher we kind of talked about it I wanted to save him for Salt Lake as he'd be eligible for double points I had Mitchell Harrison. I rode that same roller coaster as you did, um, up and down. Ugh. He was out of double points, back in, out, back in. I was very nervous uh, that he only had like a one- or two-second gap on the last lap. So, And then uh, I went with 30. Uh, I know there was a lot of hate on 30 uh, going into the event on the handicap situation uh, within our group text. But uh, he still, to me, was a 12th, 13th-place guy with everybody that was out, and, and he did pretty good there. And then Ryan Surratt was my last guy. I looked at Chris Blos, and I just thought Surratt was a pretty good pick. So um, Overall, it was a pretty good team. Just uh, having the FFL wrong wasn't good. Uh, I'm in a battle with a lot of these people for, for some pretty good amounts of money, and uh, I'm losing a $1,000 bet to a guy who has beat me twice. So this Dan, weekend, I'm Dan, do you know any of these? I'm sorry. I, I'm stepping all over here. Do you know any of these people? Um, I mean, one guy bought me some beers at a bar. Um, okay. Like that count? actually, that count? no. I mean, I have all their phone numbers, but yeah, that's about no, it. No, I just I'm, I know you have all things sorts of things going on. I didn't know if you'd met any of them. That's all. Uh yeah, no, not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. Uh all right. Um, yeah, Dan, you got both FFLs wrong. I looked on your team, right? So definitely hurts. Yep. Um, yep. Marshall Welton, eight point eight percent pick trend in four fifties. Yeah, screw you guys. Screw you guys. He's on a 250F. You know, I know it's an easier class, but come on. 8.8% pick trend for Marshall Welton. It's yeah, but he was on my team for a long a, a long time, maybe until like an hour, 
hour and a half before, so maybe some people seen that. I mean, not the I people caught my team, but maybe they just see expert picks and they've seen it. So, that's, I mean, I talked about it on the show last week. I just that, he was really slow in practice. That's bullshit. Uh, he did ditch the quick straps though, Paul, and made the uh, made the main after he ditched the quick straps. So. Yeah, quick straps don't make mains. Right. Science. Uh, Polatelli, 52. Marshall Welton, 46. Rod Bell, 38. Oldenburg, 34. Brees, 32. 30 for Brayton, 30 for short, 28 for Morans. Uh, and pick trend for the 450s was uh, I had the top four pick trend, which I guess was kind of easy, so maybe I shouldn't be that weirded out by it. But uh, Troll Train, Bogle, Oldenburg, and Webb were the top four um, in um, – in uh, pick trend and uh, yeah, most popular riders, and that's my team. I had Troll Train, twenty eight points, thirteen handicap, or I'm sorry, four handicap, thirteenth place. Kind of just rode all right. Uh, Oldenburg was my other pick. That was easy, qualified well, ninth place, handicap of a three. That was an easy pick. Cooper Webb, easy pick as well, although he barely made it. And then my last guy was Justin Bogle. Um, he had burnt JT the week before. And so his handicap moved a little bit, and you know Bogle's pretty good rider, and he was 10th early on and maxing out, and life was good, and then, man. I was very unhappy during this moment, by the way. Very unhappy. Yep, and then, uh, I don't know, man. Bogle is something's going on, something's wrong. A team, bike, <laughs> nah, Justin. He, he's, he's fine. It was a bike issue. Yeah, they did. Remember that Electrica? They wrote Electrica issue, and then we said it was an album. But uh, they uh, they claimed it, that it was their problem, not his. Yeah, apparent, apparently on the starting line, when he went to rev his bike up, it just started like kind of doing some weird things, and he was doomed from the start. So, I, I honestly yeah. just thought that was covering for him. I really did. Just, no, no, yeah. no, it, okay. it was legit. All right, yeah. okay. Um, so, yeah, electrical problem, got Bogle, and now JT's going to go back to Bogle this weekend, crush it some more at 52. I just see it. Happening. I don't know if I am or not. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen anything I like. Right. Honestly, I haven't. Like even in the heat race, he got it done. Right. He he made it happen on Politelli. You can't tell me he was riding like Justin Bogle. No. No. Yeah. It was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's all I'm saying is I right, right. I want to pick him, but right. I don't like what right. I see. You know, it doesn't not inspiring. So, so I had eight in, and then one guy got seven points, and one guy got twelve points, and that's the reason of my shitty race. So let let it be known, not all, not getting getting eight in is not always, you know, the ultimate uh, the ultimate deal here. So yeah, that was uh, that was a tough race for me. Uh, JT, who'd you have? Um, just more more solid. Um, I you know didn't have the top score. I didn't even have the top three, but I did have Mitchell Oldenburg, and uh, no surprise, we talked about him being a great pick all week, and we were we were just kind of all over that one. Um, I did go Brayton, which I felt I was being really safe. I, I wasn't um, wasn't that happy with myself because I felt like I was being very, very conservative. But what do you know? He's the sixth highest score. So sometimes it pays off to uh, to just go with what you know. Uh, I also had Alex Martin, and um, I don't think he rode incredibly well. For you know, I, I know he was dealing with they had to do an engine swap and he, all kinds of things, but I didn't think he rode exceptionally well. Um, he did get 13th. Uh, I'm not mad at it. He got me uh, 28 points. I just thought he's capable of better. I've seen him ride much better um, than he did. I, I, and I thought you know the, the whoops were pretty easy, so I thought that kind of gave him an opportunity to, uh, to maybe go after another top 10, um, but 13th is what it was. Uh, and then my last pick was Cooper Webb. Again, same kind of situation as Nate Thrash in the 250. Uh, he was a five, and he got six. 
So I barely squeaked in and got 26 uh, out of my All-Stars. But I'll be honest, it's been really difficult for me to get 52 from my All-Stars, so I'll take it no matter how I have to get there. All right. Uh, Dan? I, I have a lot of the same guys JT had. I had Oldenburg uh, for the reasons we talked about. Alex Martin, again, same as JT. I mean, kind of. I thought he could do a little bit better, but I was okay with it. Went with Cooper Webb, uh, just with a high handicap and so many guys out. I, I thought it was a pretty easy 26 points there. Um, and then I went with Justin Bogle like you did as well. And, you know, I didn't – I never really considered Politelli. I had some people text me about him. But, I mean, every time that he has made the main, he gets last. And then, in his defense, he did really good this weekend. And some guys crashing out and stuff. But, uh, yeah, without having those top scores, it's really hard to get a really good score. Paul? Yeah, I don't got much different than you guys. Um, I mean, Oldenburg and Amart and Bogle were my team. And, and honestly, I thought that was the best team I could pick. Um, Bogle just really, yeah, sunk, sunk my team a bit. And, um, you know, obviously you could look at Politelli. I did look at Rod Bell, too, but there, I just felt there was too much risk. Um, and in hindsight, Brees would have been a good pick probably. I probably could have put him on my team. But um, I lost a little bit of points with my All-Star because I, I just saw so many of you guys going Cooper Webb. Um, obviously we had some knowledge before the race that has now come out after the race. And I just thought really, really hard packed track. I'll just go someone different. And I went Sexton and he crashed because he crashes often. So I left five points on the table there, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, Oldenburg, Martin Bogle, that's, that's my team and just uh, yeah. didn't pan out very well. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I hear you. Uh, dirty Al greens, hundred percent lead pipe locks. Dan, you have a pretty big lead. Uh, with one round to go, so you know you have seventy-three points in this. Perfect, I'm winning something. Uh, so uh, this week, Dan and Roto tied. Uh, Dan had Surratt and Oldenburg. Uh, Roto had Bloss and Oldenburg, and I had Carson Brown and John Short. So I was uh, not so good. Uh, but Dan is up ten ninety to ten seventeen for that. Uh, by the way, the winner this week, we're going to give a Cooper Webb jersey to the winner of Salt Lake City, Pulp Mex Fantasy Championship League. So that's really cool. Uh, thanks to, uh, to Coop for doing that, and thank you people for playing. Uh, 100%, of course, I talked about Fly and I talked about Motorsport off the top of the show. 100% is an unprecedented global leader in moto goggles. They make a lot more than that, though. Mountain bike gear, helmets, protection, sport performance, sunglasses. They got real cool casual stuff as well. Premium t-shirts, 100% has something for everyone on and off the track. See the entire line at 100%.com. Use code PULP22 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel accessories. PULP22 code at checkout. And, uh, yeah, Webb, Ferrandez, Marv, AP, the Lawrence Brothers, Star Yamaha, so on and so forth, wear uh, 100% goggles. So thank you to those guys. Pro Taper, uh, the ACF bar is out, and it's got 40% more room on the bar for the controls. It's the uh, it's got carbon ends on it. It's the lightest one in one handlebar out there. ProTaper.com of Rockstar Energy Husky, Star Racing Yamaha, choosing ProTaper for their chains, their sprockets, their handlebars. And, of course, ProTaper first came out with that crossbarless bar handlebar way back in 1991, and they've been doing it ever since. And check out that ACF bar from the folks at ProTaper. Appreciate those guys coming on board the podcast. And, again, you don't even got to be that good to win something. Our jerky and motorsport.com prize packs. Um, so let's, uh, let's look into that. So championship user from the previous event for a $25 motorsport.com gift card. KYMX91, KYMX91, thank you for playing. We'll be in touch. And the R-Jerky prize pack, Butch Bryant 17, Butch Bryant 17, R-Jerky prize pack coming to you guys as well. So thank you for uh, playing. 
All right, we have one week to go for a 2022 Yamaha YZ450F. Shorty Brooks 720 has a 37-point lead. Sorry, 45-point lead in the bike uh, over Motoman underscore 805. JT, it's a pretty nice lead going to the last round for a free dirt bike. It is, but, uh, man, these showdowns, anything can happen. Um, the guy that was winning, uh, I believe, Idiots last week just completely melted down. So, Oh, really? Um, oh, we, these things, these we, things can happen, man. We had a meltdown. <laughs> yeah, his, uh, I believe it was his 250 team. Uh, just completely pooped the bed oh, wow. in a, a huge way. So, uh, and then he had Bogle as well. It, it was just a really bad. Uh, I, I think maybe Michael Lindsay posted it. Some, somebody posted it, I believe, on Vital. But I was looking at it and looking at his score and the lead he had going in and the, oh. the aftermath afterwards. He was. I think he was winning the bike too. Like it. It was a catastrophic weekend for him. <laughs> yeah, you know. So he, that's the owner. Um, that's uh, I think his name's Danny Lewis, the owner of the Yamaha amateur team, and uh, <laughs> we were joking with Brian Johnson because he he's there and he's he's going to win a Yamaha. You know, he's the owner of a Yamaha. Yeah, team. yeah, yeah. And we were really hoping he'd win the Yamaha, but yeah, he had a really bad weekend. Oh wow, really bad. Uh, yeah. So Paul, you, Dan, you guys have won bikes, forty-five point lead. Like if you're Shorty Brook seven twenty, I mean, play it safe. Look at who look at who Moto Man picked. You know, kind of do that math, right? A little bit? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, go ahead, Dan. I, I lost the bike one time by one point. Um, I went into the last round with a really big lead. I took the top five guys and kind of considered that they all had a chance of who they could beat me. It was outdoors, so it was a little bit different point structure. But, yeah, I ended up losing by a point because this guy swung for the fences. So you got to assume that the guys behind are all going to swing for the fences. Mm-hmm. So if you're up front, you got to kind of just – pick a really good eight team, you know, and you got to realize if you get 200 points, 197 points, you're probably going to be okay. You know? Uh, um, yeah. Um, tough. Paul thoughts. Uh, yeah. I mean, that Dan, Dan nailed it. You just got to study the other guy's team, of course, and uh, try not to get super unlucky, but yeah, if I'm Moto man, um, I don't, what are we giving away for second? It, it really just depends how much he values that motorcycle second, over the second. Second price. is a Dirt Dreams vacation, and third is a thousand bucks from motorsport.com. Yeah, so, I mean, if I'm Moto Man, I'm definitely going for that motorcycle, so I'm going to try to get pretty sendy, and, and a shootout makes it very tough. I think, I think yeah, I don't think he's, he's safe by any means. I think a shootout can change things. Um, yeah, all right, well. Good luck to Shorty Brooks and Moto Man and everybody else uh, for it. Uh, Salt Lake City, as we mentioned, it is a showdown for 250s. So let's look at some handicaps and who we're going to look at. Uh, Paul, who, who do you like off the top of your head? Of course, top four from the East points, top four from the West points, all the All-Stars. So right five, six, seven in points on each coast could be a juicy one. Uh, what do you like, Paul? Yeah, I'm, right now um, I'm looking at guys that either – made the shootout in Atlanta or really close. Um, it's, it's tough. Like I don't, I uh, here on a Thursday, it's hard to see anything higher than maybe a 12 in the main event uh, handicap wise. Um, but right now I'm looking at Joshua Rees at, at, at an eight. Um, I think he's typically a pretty good starter, right? And we just need six minutes out of him to get to the top nine. I think he can do that. He finishes around there in the main events. And um, so that means he should finish around there in a heat race with a good start. 
Uh, obviously, we'll see how his practice times go and, and how he looks. But oh, I'm Paul, looking at him. Uh, I did. I did just live the Joss Farisi ex- uh, experience at the last showdown. Yeah, I know at Atlanta. I remember, and yeah. it, and, it, and didn't go well for you. No, it didn't go well. He was close. Nope. Nope. <laughs> yep. But he was close. Um, he and was. I want to try to score as many points as I can, obviously. So I like him at an eight. Um, I like Thurry at a twelve. He didn't make the showdown in Atlanta either. Um, I don't believe, but. Uh, I think he can get in there, but it ain't going to be easy. I mean, this is, that's still very risky as well, but I think he's worth consideration. Uh, and then I also am looking at Derek Drake at a nine. Uh, he did make the showdown. He seems to find his way into the main events no matter what every time, which I do like. Um, at, a, at a nine, I think he's one of the highest handicaps you can say that about. Um, his main event finish in Atlanta wasn't, wasn't great, though. Uh, he was 16th, so... But, yeah, 16th, you're still getting decent double points. So, right now I'm looking at those three, but, man, it ain't going to be easy, that's for sure. Yeah, JT, you got to get top nine, obviously, in the heat. And Drake, like um, like Paul said, is a good starter, so he could possibly get in, into the mix a little bit. But, yeah, you got to get top nine in the heat to get in. And you just look, for example, this weekend, you know, Swole, Derek Kelly, Thurry, Mumphy all miss miss it out of the heat, right? So, uh, tough. Yeah, that's um... – yep. And that, that's kind of where you said Mumphy there. I'm, I'm going with Mumphy as really my only outlier because his starts have been so great. And, uh, yeah, he crashed, on, he crashed on the first lap of the heat last week. Otherwise, he gets in really easily. He still got it done in the LCQ. Um, but, yeah, you have to pick good starters at showdown. Uh, what I don't – yeah, I mean, so what I do think could really pay off well but probably won't is March Banks out of one. Dan, do you like that? Yeah, um, I have March Banks right now. I like Mumford out of one, and I like Thrasher out of one. Those three are on my team right now. Um, kind of with what JT said on Mumford, he has kind of a high ceiling out of 10. Obviously, could miss the main event, no problem, but I think he does have a high ceiling. So, I like that. Uh, Oldenburg All-Star at a 7? Can I interest anybody in that? Riding really well. Yeah, sure. I, I think he gets top 8. Yeah, I think I think All-Stars are, aren't that tough really i mean i think you could look at oldenburg to get top eight you can look at freeze to get top eight i mean jet lawrence has to get first or second he maxes out hampshire has to be top six all-stars are a little easy for me i think i think yeah i like i like pierce brown pierce brown yeah he's done well at utah before right um i think i'm just gonna go five maxing out right jt i think i'm just gonna press the easy but i'm just gonna press the easy button and go jet okay yeah i don't like jet or Christian because of all the shenanigans that could happen with title, title stuff. You know, I don't think it's going to happen, but it could, in my mind. So I stay away. Well, a there's bit. not enough. There's not enough on the line for me with fantasy to really like. I'm not going to factor in Jet turning into a human torpedo. I'm just going to assume he's going to go win the race. Right, right. Um, what if you want to get Sandy a little bit, Paul? Oh, Fry? Um, Fry? So, I guess Thurry Sendy I mean, for you. Thurry Sendy. Yeah, yeah. I think, the, I think right as soon as you start to get into double-digit handicaps in this class, you're getting a little Sendy. Um, if you want to go really out there, I mean, Mitchell Harrison, maybe. But, man, that's tough. I, I, I don't know. Um, Derek Kelly at an 11, he could get in the main, but he didn't do it at Atlanta. So, maybe. But I just don't, I don't really like that either. Uh, I think it's tough to get Sandy, but it'll look easier after we see practice combined. But here on a Thursday, it's right. tough. Maybe Marshall Welton at a 13, possibly. You know who's been riding really well lately, and he led a lap? Colin Park. 10. 
Colin yep. Park. And he did make the show down in Atlanta. Yeah. He's he gets his way into the main events, yeah. And uh so, you know, he was 18th at Atlanta, so at yep. a 10 you're you're not yeah. seeing a bunch of points there, but yeah, he could have a great ride. He's on he's trending up, Dan, Colin Park. Yeah, I like I like Colin. Um he's a good starter. He had a few races. I think he missed the main event twice, but other than that, he's been pretty solid. And when he gets in the main, he is good there too. So. Did uh, JT? You didn't mention Forkner. Nobody really mentioned Forkner. He's a negative three handicap. Of course, coming off a win. Yeah, I have him. I have him on my team. Oh, okay. Um, I the only outlier that I really went with was uh, Mumpy. Um, I have uh, the other two. I'm going with uh, with Mitch's guys in uh, Shimoda and Forkner, which they're both negative handicaps. But you know, there's so much downside risk with these showdowns of not qualifying. And then when I kind of look across the landscape, when I, when I factor in, you know, that they, these guys might not qualify. And then on top of that, if they do, how much upside is there? I just don't like a lot of the guys. Um, and, and I'm sure some of them will pay off. That's just the nature of it. But for me to try to pick and choose who will and won't, I didn't like my odds of it. So I think Shimoda and Forkner have a very good chance of both being inside the top five with the way I think Christian Craig's going to approach the race. Uh, and if they do, then that gives me, you know, 28 to 32 points, which I'm, I'm cool with at a race like this because I think there's going to be a lot of zeros on a lot of teams. Can you tell me if Jordan Smith's going to be okay? I cannot. <laughs> okay. All right. No, no one can tell me because I like, I like that right. six. I, but Yeah, I have him highlighted two out of six. Uh, I don't know, man. 14th at, at Foxborough didn't make the showdown in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty pretty out there that he's going somewhere I mean, else it, next year. I don't I don't know. If yeah. you need to make up points, that's a great place to do it. You just have to understand the risk you're assuming. Would you go if you were me and I got to catch marks by 14? So I am going to send it a little bit. Like I don't care about getting second. I really want to win the Experts League, um, and I'd like to win May too, the May ch- title as well. But that's another another. Another conversation for another time. Would you go Jordan Smith at a six or Verizzi at an eight? And I already got burnt by Verizzi. I'll go Jordan every day, all, every time. Okay. Uh, Paul? Gosh, I, I, I'm definitely not as uh, definite as JT is. I don't know. Just because Jordan's been bad recently. Like, that's the only thing that concerns me. But, yeah, maybe he pulls together. He could easily go out and get six in the race. I could see that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that yeah. you're going. I don't know move. that I can see Varese getting ninth though. But this move is such pure upside, right? Yep. So I guess what's more likely to get more upside? I would say it's Jordan. more likely you get your upside from Jordan. A hundred percent, right? Yeah, yep. Varese. Yep. Varese. That's not, where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's why I jump all over it. Is I'm like, okay, what? If you're going to say which is more likely, Jordan getting sixth or Varese getting ninth? Easily Jordan, right? So that answers it for me. Right, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had Jordan as an all-star uh, at Atlanta, and he didn't make the main event. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I, I do like Jordan at a six, but didn't he break his finger or something like that at one of the races? So I, he just has a lot of concerns. For <laughs> Jordan's got a lot of things going on always. <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, I, I, I mean, it's not a sure he, thing. Yeah, I mean, he's looking for a ride for next year, though, and stuff. So, I mean, I think he does want to go out and do very well. So. Uh, um, all right. Uh, I think he's going to star, but we'll figure that out. Uh, yeah. he, he's, make no mistake. He's not on my team. I'm not putting him on my team. Yeah. But I. But for those that need to make a move, yep. that's a place to make a move. Yeah. Yeah, if you look at a double handicap, guys, like Paul was saying, it's going to be really tough. But for me, I would go Mumphy, which I can't go. Mumphy or Park at a 10. That's the highest I'm willing to go, double digit, for this showdown. You know? But 
Uh, they still and they still got to get you know twenty or better to double. So it's tough. These showdowns are tough. I like March Banks though. I think I'll roll the dice with March Banks. He's from Utah. We're racing in Utah. Yeah. So I don't know. He told me, I don't, but that's never that's never made a difference in his career yet. No, no, like, yeah, and he told me it yeah. really doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't yeah, been racing like, there since he was like ten. Uh, yeah, yeah. So exactly right. Um, all right, okay. So my team right now. I'll go Cullen Park, I'll go Jordan Smith, I'll go Marchbanks, and I'll go Pierce Brown. 100% lead pipe block. I'll go uh, Marchbanks will be my lock. Uh, Paul, what's your team? Right now I'll go Varees, Drake, and, yeah, I'll put Jordan Smith on there with you. We'll, we'll ride that we'll train ride. together. Yeah, and I'll go, go uh, I'll go Jet Lawrence for my all-star. I think he wins. The, uh, the Jordan Smith experience is up and down. It's like a roller coaster. It's lots of, lots of ups and downs. Can't wait. Uh, JT. Uh, I don't do the lead pipe block thing. Yep. Um, do you want my four, though? Yes. Okay. I'll do Jet. And then uh, Shimoda, Forkner, Mumford, as uh, as promised. Um, those could change, but I, I feel pretty good about them uh, on a Thursday. I don't I don't think you're going to see drastic changes for me. All right, Dan? I like Mumford at 10. Uh, I have Thrasher and Marchbanks both at a 1. And then I have Pierce Brown at a 6. I will take Carson Mumford as my lead pipe block. All right, FFL, anybody want to dive in? Dan? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to pick one. Yep, I'm going to pick one. No reason to stop now. I'm going to pick so, one. Um, yeah, I'm not sure who, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with one of them. Okay, fantastic. Maybe, maybe, maybe go with, uh, let's just uh, say Shimoda this time. Okay, all right. Uh, 450s, Salt Lake City. Man, we are seeing some privateer guys, you know, um, just crush it like Oldenburg get a ninth and – Chiz get a tenth. Uh, Brees is right up there as well. So, uh, Paul, some of those guys, their ha- their results look pretty good, but then you know they still have lower handicaps where it's not going to give you a ton of points. Well, yeah, handicaps are adjusted based on results. So when we when these guys are getting better results, obviously their handicaps are going to come down. But um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm in the mid range again. Uh, I'm going to take two guys, or at least. I should say I'm putting two guys on my team right now that weren't in the main event at Salt Lake City, and that's Benny Bloss at a 7 and Cade Clayson at an 8. I think Cade can go out and get 11, 12, 13. Um, I think he'll want to do good. Um, I think that's a big, big, big one that you've got to try to figure out with everybody that's on your team this weekend is who wants to be there, who wants to finish the laps, who wants to race, who wants to do the best they can. A lot of these guys are going to be thinking about outdoors. Um I'm also going to put Malcolm Stewart on my team for that reason. I don't think he's thinking about outdoors personally. <laughs> um, so I think he wants to try to get a win or at least be on the podium. And he's a three, so if he gets top four, he'll max out. Uh, Benny Boss, we saw, missed the race. I think he was sick. Uh, he had the flu. So he'll be back at a seven. And then I'm going to also go Adam Entignap. I think it's coming. It was almost there at Salt Lake City, and he's a 16. So I like a lot. Of, there's a lot of upside there because he's missed so many of them, and especially if the whoops are fairly big. I like Entignap. Uh I really like uh, Benny Bloss. I think he'll be a high picture NJT. Yeah, he's he's been good at this this track in this race, um, but he's also crashed a lot at this track in this race. So I don't know. He he doesn't seem like he's crashing as much this year. So maybe he's he's backed it down a little bit and realized you got to actually finish to get a result. So. Uh, I, mean, I don't dislike it. I, I think there are a lot of guys in that same range, though. You've got Bloss, Bogles, and Clayson's, and there's just a ton of guys that, to me, are all kind of the same. Um, it's just going to be picking right. I, I, I think it's a lot of coin flips for a lot of these guys. 
can you tell anybody tell me uh, is Logan Carnow gonna be okay? Hasn't gone well lately. I like Logan Carnow to thirteen, but yeah, hasn't gone well. Is he gonna ride the four fifty? Yes. Okay. Um, it's not a horrible pick. I, I think you're getting value now. You know, it, it was coming down like he was getting to be like a nine at times. Um, you're getting some value now, so it's uh, it's it's worth a pick. I think I think there's more value picking him than like Bogle at a seven with the way that's been going. Yeah, Benny's went fifteen, thirteen, twelve before he missed the uh, the the last race, so that's been getting better. I mean, why can't Benny be right around Chiz and Hartraft, ten, eleventh place, right? At a seven. Do we see any uh, any like pullback from COVID? Like it's going to affect him? Do you think? Uh, yeah, good question. I don't know. Could. Um, yeah, hard to say, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Something to think about for what about, sure. Go ahead. What about Bra- what about Brayton with Eli being out? That's another spot, right? Last yep. race. Um, I know he's a negative one, but I really think that Brayton could he could get some good points this weekend. What do you think, JT, on Brayton? Yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, I've been picking him anytime he's been like a zero or higher. So um, he's, he's right there with, uh, you know, Tomac out. So it's, it's definitely doable. Um, you know, it's basically when you pull Tomac out, it's the same pick I made it a zero last week, and he was like the sixth or seventh highest score or something like that. Yep. John Short, Paul, at a 10? Um, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's yeah, on, I mean, yeah, I guess. He was 19th at Denver, okay, uh, and before that, I think he was in the 450 class again at the showdown in Atlanta. So, um, I don't know. Like uh, He went 16th in Atlanta. Uh, yeah, I don't – I don't. honestly, I don't really like it that much. Okay. All right. Well, you're the John Short whisperer, so that's why I was asking. Um, okay. Uh, Chiz at one. I think I like Brayton minus one over Chiz at one. We all agree if we're going to go for, for, for solid yeah, guys. Yeah, higher ceiling for sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for solid guys. Um, I mean, Chiz should be Chiz should be nine to thirteen. Yeah, but yep. that doesn't give you much wiggle room. No, for sure. Do you like Cade uh, Truman? Uh, Paul mentioned Cade at an eight. Yeah, I like Cade and Benny. I like both of those guys a yeah. lot. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, last one. All-Stars, Malcolm, you make a good point on that one, uh, Paul. He's really gunning, gunning for third in the series, right? He wants that. He, he's a ch- got a chance to win this thing with no Tomac, one more guy gone. So, yeah, I like uh, Malcolm at a three. And, honestly, uh, after that, I think I would go all high, all, all lower than that. So, if you want me to go Sexton at a two, I could do that. Anderson at a – I wouldn't go Anderson at a minus one. Sexton yeah. or Mookie or, Mal, or Marv. Yep. 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 Yeah, I think I go. I think I go second. I think Sexton's yeah. going to bounce back um, this weekend. I yep. think uh, probably sick of crashing, and we know all know how great he rides um, I, this type of dirt. Yeah, I might stay away. I can't pick Webb, but I still white knuckled that thing last yeah, week, so I yeah. might stay away from that this week. His, his handicap didn't change, so give me Mookie, Sexton, or Marv for All Star. He did win this race last year, so those of you that can pick him, maybe yeah. maybe there's a little something there. Yeah. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, 100% lead pipe locks. I'm going to go Benny Bloss. I'm going to keep it simple. Uh, I'm not going to overthink this thing. I'll go Benny Bloss. Uh, Dan, what's your four? Oh, and I shall, sorry. My other team is Bloss, Carnow. Carnow could come off, though, very, very easily. And uh, I'll go Cade for for now. Um, you know, he's missed the main, so he, he lost a, a number there. So, yeah, um, that's my team. Dan, what's yours? 
Uh, I'm going to go Cade as my 100% lead pipe lock. And then I got Cade, Benny. I think I'll go Malcolm Stewart. And then my, my last pick's tough. I think I'll go Brayton right now. Brayton, yeah. Yeah, Brayton right now. Nobody's nobody's jumping on Car now? Carne? No? All right. He's on my team. He's on my team right now. Oh, okay. JT, go ahead. He's on my team. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I have Carnell, Cade, Bogle, and Sexton. And just to be clear, if you are listening to this podcast on Thursday evening and just you know following my team, which is always a bad idea anyway, it's very likely to change. I feel good about my 250. My 450 could it could and probably will change pretty significantly. Does Bogle stay on JT's team, Paul? Uh, yes, I think because he will have no reason to take him off until we get about 12 minutes into the 450 main event, and by that time it's too late. I think, I think <laughs> that's JT, the problem. Like, I, yeah. I, I, think, don't, I don't even know what would make me take him off or put him on. Like, there's no – like, he looks fine in practice. <laughs> like, that's the problem. I, uh, yeah. I think you I think bail. I am going to have to go talk to him. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go talk to him for real. Like, I'm just going to have to go say – like, not, like, be a dick. Just basically say, hey, like – are you good or are you not good? Like, no problem. I don't care. But, like, if you're not in it, nope, then just tell me. Like, just say, yeah, like, whatever. I, I just want to get out of here. That's fine. No problem. Like, I, I wish you the best. And I – because I genuinely think Bogle's, like, one of the coolest guys in the pits. He's such a nice guy. Right. But I just want to know, like, where his head's at. That's all. I think he goes off your team. I think you bail on it. I think you – I think you – I'm going to go talk to him for real. Right, I'm going right. to go talk to him. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, Paul, what's your team? I think he stays on. Okay. I think he stays on JT's team. There's just too much upside with I need, Vogel. I need to become better at going and talking to these guys anyway for my uh, pit reporting thing. So I'm going to just go ahead and start that process this Saturday. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> no, really. Like, I really yeah, do. I no, don't you, do that uh, yeah. very much. I yeah, no, we agree. So. All right, yeah. Paul? Uh, my da- my team's pretty similar to Dan, Malcolm Stewart, Cade Clayson, Benny Bloss, and Entignap is going to be my fourth guy. He's going to get them in a bet. All right, Entignap. Uh, yeah, that's no. I'm not on that island. I can't go there with you. I don't think any of the other three experts can either. But hey, more power to you if you get it. That's for sure. Um, all right, thanks everybody for playing Pulp Mex Fantasy. We're going to give away a Yamaha next week. Hopefully, we can get the. Uh, the uh, winner on their phone as well at, at, at some point next week. We'll wrap up fantasy season a little bit, and then we'll do a preview for the outdoors closer to Paula when we know exactly what's going on. But, yeah, we're, uh, we're coming to the end. Thank you for playing. Thank you to Yamaha. Pro Taper, 100%, Fly Racing, Motorsport.com. Really appreciate it. And to all the experts, thanks, boys. See ya. See ya. Thanks. See ya.